great to be back and thank you very much for all your prayer and your good wishes and your messages of encouragement. And uh, we're very encouraged and we're happy to move on with what God has for us. Now for us, I suppose it's psychological for me, I don't know, that you know, after taking a week's break, you have time to reflect and take a bit of time out and come back with a slightly different perspective. Um, uh, and that's what taking a, a break is all about, gaining some fresh perspective and uh, finding uh, some fresh direction. So everything's good, we're on course, but um, I'm going to work at a slightly different pace, focus on, uh, emphasize a few different things because that's how what leadership is about. You have to kind of know where to be putting your efforts. So please pray for us, for wisdom uh, in, that res in that respect. Yes, I hope you've all had a good week. You had a great variety of um, devotional leaders during the week. I caught up with one or two of them yesterday. Great, great teaching, great devotions. So I'm sure you've been refreshed over the week and we're starting a new day. So good to be with you again this morning. Yeah, we really appreciate all those that took part last week. And um, it, was, it was good to see and really good for other people to be involved and to, to share from their hearts as well as maintaining the, the daily prayer requests. So now um, I'm going to invite Amanda in a moment to, to go through some specifics. You've been working through the mobile phone. Mm -hmm. And uh, just in case you don't know that number, which I'm sure you do anyway, it's 07570-261-697. And that's the number that's come up on your screen. And that links you directly to a mobile phone that Amanda and I take care of and we get the messages through text and WhatsApp messages and then we pray through and, pa and pass them on. And we had a lot come in yesterday, Sunday, uh, and we've got a few more today. So before we do that, I'd like to uh, present uh, the most enormous, grateful praise request. This is, for me, absolutely amazing. Uh, I'll fill you in. It's about Paris. Now, okay, um, Kensington Temple is an international church. If for no other reason than we're in a place, the building's situated in a place where there are lots and lots of different nationalities. But much more than that, we have a heart for the nations, London and the world for Christ. That's our mission statement. And um, in, in you get close to anybody that is carrying the DNA of KT, KT. you will find there's a mission, mission, mission's heart there. Uh, and so um, many years ago, many, many years ago now, I received a word from the Lord that he was going to work through the French-speaking nations. And uh, of course, that meant us going to different nations in Africa, which were French-speaking. Um, it ultimately led me to spend about 12 years uh, concentrating <clears throat> in France, uh, and the, the place that we chose was Marseille. Uh, Marseille is in the south, but it's, it's, not, it's not the salubrious end of southern, southern France. It's not... Um, um, Nice or, or, or anywhere like that, uh, but it is a, a, a city which is full of people from the Maghreb, which is North Africa, and uh, we, we established a school there, 
and um, a ministry to refugees and um, a Bible school and a language school. And uh, a lot of work was done from that place. Now, the Bible school that we had in French is online. The, um, the um, language school continues and the refugee work continues. And only very recently, just, just before the lockdown, we've been, uh, God had been speaking to us about uh, moving uh, the base out of Marseille. And um, we managed to, uh, managed to get there to close down our accommodation there um, and uh, travel back on the 13th of March. Well, if you remember that date, the next week, all of France went down into lockdown. And then two weeks later, we went into lockdown. So all of that was working well. Okay, that's the background. Now, um, many years ago, David and Christine Tabot, uh, who were working with us in London, uh, I felt it was important that we had a base. And so uh, in, in, in Paris, and I felt Paris was important, they went and they started to pioneer a church in Paris and a Bible school in Paris. And uh, I cut a long story short, there has been so much blessing uh, in their work and in their ministry. But the problem is getting a building where they could use as a base. If you hire a building, well, you can just about get in. But in the system in France is that every mayor of a town or a locality has almost absolute power. I mean, you know, they're just like an impregnable fortress. And if there is a mayor in a locality that is anti-Christian, then they will close churches. They will do everything they can to stop an evangelical work. And such was the case where uh, David and Christine started to work. I won't mention the, the arrondissement at the moment, the area. You know, with this, this is kind of, in a way, of an open an open broadcast here, so, uh, and it's very, very early days. But there was a mayor working against them. They uh, managed to uh, get a building where they turned it into a conference center and hired it out to many different organizations, local organizations, community organizations, and it's really the hub of that area, a very rundown area. But the local mayor opposed them, opposed them, opposed them, boasted of closing down, I don't remember how many churches, and it was his ambition, mission, um, and every elections there was praying and working. Even David Tabot stood against them, I think, in some, in some respects to, to try. But we just heard, as we prayed yesterday, was the elections, the second round of elections, and that mayor is out of office, and a new one is coming in, is friendly to the work of David and Christine in the, out on the outskirts of Paris. And it is just amazing. And that means they will be able to get full permissions for the building and no more opposition. And well, say no more opposition, but it's going to work. And this is like, I mean, it's a 20 year journey. It's, it is such a long journey. And many times I felt David and Christine, how can you possibly go on? It's so difficult. And we've encouraged, we've supported financially and in lots of ways. So it is a great day, a great day, a great day. of rejoicing. Day. I'm yeah. so delighted. This is a battle that's gone on for 20 years. And 
a breakthrough like this. And this is some principality has come down. Amen. Some something has shifted. Yes. You need to know what was what was Major. going on in the spiritual realm around that place. And we are so so praise God. Hallelujah. That's amazing. Amen That's and amen prayer. and amen. I can't a, hear you. It's been a huge <laughs> hey, Why don't even the control room shout a hallelujah? Let me just hear something. <laughs> Hey, that's it. Thank you, David. All right. Hey, God bless. Hallelujah. Wow, that is fantastic. I, I, I want a praise party over that. Let's just praise God together. Yes. And let me help you. Now, you're joining in, all right? So you're on the receiving end of this good news and you're rejoicing with us. But it's an encouragement to all of us who are fighting long-term battles. Yes. Don't give up. Amen. Long-term battles. 10 years, 20 years. Uh, um, David, who's the technical, he's only 24. So, yeah, maybe you've been fighting a 20-year battle, David. <laughs> I don't know, since four years of age. But whatever battles you are fighting long-term, mm. God is the victor. And we thank you. Father, we thank, thank you. you. Yes, we rejoice Lord. today. Jesus. We say hallelujah. There is such rejoicing. You, we Lord. believe in heaven as well on earth. What a victory. What a, what a victory, Jesus. Father over these years and the fighting and the praying and all of the things that we've had to do. And, and now finally, Lord, you have come through and this person is removed and there is a new person. We pray that you put your spirit on this new person, this new mayor and pray, Father, that there be no more political pressure from the other family who, uh, who has worked tirelessly and aggressively against the Christian churches, uh, closing down, I, th I think, many, eight, many. or I, yes, many churches in that, in that district. Yes. Lord God, this is a victory, and we rejoice, and we ask, Father, that this breakthrough will, will now uh, mean a tremendous move of your Holy yes. Spirit and a transformation in that place, yes. in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen and amen. And we thank you for David and Christine. They oh, yeah. stood under the most phenomenal pressure, the tenacity and the strength that God has given them. They battled and battled, yep. even in court sometimes. And, and they won. They won. They won but, in court. Yes, but the mayor still... They won in court, but the mayor refused to submit to the court and got away with it. What is this? Oh, so there were we spiritual powers at work. We really thank God for David and Christine. Yeah. Who stood their ground, oh, knowing amen. that Jesus had a plan. Amen. He's the victor. He's on the throne. And we're, victor we're victorious when we stick with Jesus. And Mama Kemi is probably watching this morning. Yes, she's, been, she's been part of this. Yeah. Uh, and I've been part of it as part of the Elam France. And uh, I'm so delighted. God grant us many, many more victories. Anyway, you better get, carry on, Amanda, because if yes. not, I'm just going to spend the rest of the time shouting <laughs> hallelujah. Yes, there's a, a great uh, praise. Oh, no, there's, sorry, that's... Um, anyhow, I will come back to yeah. that one. We have uh, several prayer requests. Uh, there was a great praise came in from someone who'd been furloughed and then lost their job. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, no, sorry, that wasn't the one. It's someone who was um, had to make a choice whether to go to work or stay home to look after her mother who needed yeah. to be uh, 
self-isolating, shielding. Yeah. And uh, she made the choice to stay home for six weeks, and that meant no, pay. no income, no income. But during that time, God really encouraged her from Psalm 46, 10, and from Psalm 27, 13, wait on the Lord, and he will strengthen your heart. So she stood still in that, and Psalm 46 says, be still and know that I am God. So she stood still. And the wonderful thing is she's gone back to work now, and a mysterious monies have come in, or not mysterious, monies have come in that more or less pays Went a long way for the rent, yeah. Pays our bills and things. So we're giving praise to God for that. We're rejoicing with you, sister, in that. And then we're praying also for someone who has a lump in his neck and he's seeing his GP today. So we're praying for that. We're praying for mercy. Mercy asks for prayer, for direction. And um, yes, we're praying for mercy. We're, we've been asked to pray by Juliet for the sale of Gerald's flat, studio flats, been in the market since March 2019. And um, also someone is rejoicing. They were furloughed in March and they've now got a new job. So they continue to pray. Uh, they're giving thanks to God. And we're continuing to pray for Mark, who uh, is a son-in-law of Winnie, who's suffering from cancer. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's another request just came in from Michael, and uh, he's asking us to pray. Sorry. He's asking us to pray for Gatson, who is admitted to the Royal Princess Hospital in Orpington with acute leukemia and also had a stroke last week. So Michael's asking us to pray for him. Right. Uh, there was another great prayer request, uh, praise one, if I could just find it. Pastor Kemi says, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, she was watching. <laughs> After the Paris uh, victory. And Sister Josephine gives a great testimony here. I'm just going to read it for you. Back to work after six weeks. Oh, this is the one. No pay leave. This is the lady who chose to be to take six weeks off. So she's giving thanks. That was Sister Josephine. And there was another one that I was looking for to share with you. Um, well, I'll, let, I'll come let, to it later. Yeah, I can't let's, find it let, right Let's now. pray for these, yes. and then you can find the praise one. Yeah. And I'm doing something else in a moment. Yes, Father, we rejoice with uh, Sister Josephine and with others who have sent in prayer, prayer, praise requests, Father, we thank you that you are faithful, Lord yeah. God. You are a faithful God. Yeah. And when we stand in your word and stay close to you, as Sister Josephine said, during that time, she had time to reflect, she had time to finish some study work she was doing, she had time to wait on God and hear. And Father, we thank you for that precious time she had with her mom and with you, Father God, and we thank you for the great opportunity that you've given to her. We thank you for your faithfulness in meeting her needs at this time. And we give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Father, we lift to you this morning Mark, who is suffering from cancer. Lord God, we pray in Jesus' name for a touch from you, Lord God. Father, you are the great healer. You are the, you are the physician, Father God. And we ask that you would just release healing to Mark yes. at this time. And likewise for Gatson, who's been admitted to Orpington Hospital with acute leukemia. Mm. Oh, Father God, we call on your name today. Yes. We call on you, yes, Father sure. God, to intervene. 
Lord, just stretch no forth your hand, Father. Yes, Open Lord. the windows of heaven and release healing into those bodies in Jesus' name. Yes, Father, Lord. we thank you that you are our healer. And we ask, Father God, for a touch from you. Just a word from you, Lord God, can, yes, set, Lord. can destroy every cancer cell, every leukemia cell. Just a word from you, Father God, and they will be healed in your glorious and wonderful name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Yes, I'll check out that other testimony as well. Amen. Okay, very good. One or two others are coming in. Let yes. me take you through uh, the uh, scripture readings, the Bible reading program, which you'll find online uh, under Revival Times. This is now coming up to the end of June. Can't believe it. It's the 29th of June, tomorrow is the last day of June. Wednesday's the 1st of July, half yeah. the year has disappeared. Oh, it hasn't disappeared. Well, well I suppose. It's, it's gone. We it's won't appeared. retrieve it again. <laughs> <laughs> it appeared and then disappeared. Okay, now 1 Kings 8, Ezekiel 38, uh, Psalm 89, and Ephesians 5. 1 Kings 8, Ezekiel 38, Psalm 89, and Ephesians 5. Now, um, 1 Kings 8 is that remarkable passage. It is all to do with the building or dedication of the temple um, and Solomon's prayer and all the sacrifices and God coming down and dwelling in his holy temple and there being a place of prayer and the place where even the stranger would come and, uh, and would, would receive a yes from God so that God's name would be honored and glorified amongst the nations. What an amazing passage. Ezekiel 38 is all about Gog. You know Gog and Magog. All right, you won't get an explanation from me this morning about Gog and Magog, but it's still interesting reading. And how interesting too that Psalm 89 was the psalm that I ministered on yeah. yesterday, yes. Um, and if you missed that message, it's, it's about... Uh, justice and the kingdom of God. And um, in the back of my mind, of course, we're thinking about how we are wanting to work for justice uh, in this situation of, of racial prejudice and racism and inequity that is in, in, in so many ways amongst black people in our country. And uh, as a church which is still a black majority church, in other words, in terms of attendees, it's so important that we stand together and, and stand against racism and we'll be continuing to pray about that. But the importance of, of it is that we do it in, with the kingdom of God, kingdom principles. We don't follow human movements that have a, something of a worldly spirit about them and using worldly arguments and worldly tactics and, and as valid as some uh, of, the, of what they say and do is, <laughs> We, we, go to, we go to heaven, we go to the God of heaven, we go to the Bible, we go to the word of God because we are in the kingdom of God and that is the only kingdom worth extending and it's the only kingdom founded on righteousness and truth and justice as well as love and faithfulness. So I got all of that from Psalm 89 and you had a, some words about Ephesians 5, didn't you? Um, I don't know if you wanted to share that. Not them. at the moment, because there's lots of... Sorry. Okay. Um, we have someone who's just written in, and she says, a big hallelujah. Yes. She lived three years in Paris and is well aware of the opposition wow. to the gospel. Wow, well, you know. So she says, hallelujah. 
and she's rejoicing. And there's been many other. Um, Charlie, we, we, I see your request. Uh, I will be in touch with you today to see if we can have a, a, a deeper conversation about how we can support you. Um, there's been... Uh, someone's asking for prayer to get organised and... Uh, They've got great responsibilities, but they would like to be more organized and prioritize better. Well, I think that's probably you need to set yourself a plan for the day and stick with it, a plan for the week. You need to look at your priorities. What are they? And work, pick out the top priorities and begin to work on those. Um, it, needs, it requires some discipline to work out priorities sometimes. Um, and you know it's a, you know it's it's in one sense quite easy to draw up a plan and to say I'm going to do this and this, but to follow the plan. Yes. Um, and so don't be over ambitious and and expect too much of yourself from from the very first moment. Begin with small things, and um, and then 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 develop. And uh, uh, also, you know, it's the discipline yes. of following day by day. And so don't attempt too much at the beginning. Um, one of the bit of advice that I heard one, once, I think it was two minutes. I think it was two minutes. But let, let me say to you four minutes, all right? Let me say to you four minutes. So suppose we're, we're getting back to this in a moment. I know time is going. Four minutes, you see. Uh, so if you have something that you need to do and you want to do it every, every day, um, so... Don't let a day go by if you don't spend two minutes or four minutes doing that. And anybody can do that. And the chances are then that habit begins. And, you know, you never stick to two minutes. It, go, it goes beyond. It's longer. It goes beyond. So the, one of the key things is, is to start small. Just some words of encouragement for yes. you. Yes. This is Jane who's asking for prayer. But she... she the background to that is she said powerful message that Cindy gave. She spoke right to me about a new reset and season that is coming. Yeah. Please pray for me for forgiveness that I can forgive my principal and school for making me redundant after many years teaching at the school and for continued prayers for inner peace and trust in God. Amazing plan. That, that goes back Sorry. to the yeah, 21st went, of June. Yeah, yeah. this is, this is uh, ongoing. Ongoing. It's just the background to yeah. what it is. And she had meetings after, her after being made redundant after so many years. She had meetings, two coming up. One has already happened. And she's asking today for prayer for t the 29th of the second meeting. Oh, I remember. Please pray that God will take over my appeal meeting today at yes, 10 a.m. Thank you. Uh, so, yes, Jane, we do pray. Father God, we pray for favor for Jane. Uh, we don't know the ins and outs of the situation, but, Father, everything is known to you. Mm. And, Lord, I pray that you would just honor your daughter today in this appeal meeting, Father God, and that your favor, she would receive your favor in this meeting today. And I pray, Lord, that you would give her peace and, the Lord, that you would help her to forgive any wrongs that have been committed against her or done against her that have been an injustice. Father, we pray for your righteousness and your peace and favor over Jane's situation today. In your wonderful name we pray, amen. Amen and amen. amen. Okay, did you find out anything? All right. Uh, there's been several. <laughs> so, um, 
what, what I what I do, and I, I know I, I've shared with this shared this with you before. Um, I ask God for a rhema word, and, and there are plenty, plenty in those chapters that we just read out. Plenty of opportunities to hear from God, but as well as the prescribed daily Bible reading, which um, it's good, it's part of the discipline. You follow those Bible readings and you will go through the whole year reading the Bible once. But as well as that, the Holy Spirit, if you read the word frequently, the Holy Spirit can bring a this little verse into your heart, into your mind. And here's the one that popped into my heart this morning. Very familiar passage. Matthew 11, verse 28. Let me read it. Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you Rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. Now, the yoke that Jesus is specifically referring to is the yoke of religion. Um, If you remember, in the very early church, when Gentiles were coming to Christ, and then in order to have fellowship with the Jewish believers and brothers and sisters, There were issues such as dietary laws and all kinds of customs. And and what would they insist that the Gentiles should follow? And there's a speech which was a turning point. Why would we put on them burdens and a yoke that we ourselves could not bear? That just shows you the, the... context of the meaning of this word. A yoke, of course, is you being yoked to Christ like a yoke of oxen um, and for plowing or, or carrying various burdens or pulling, pulling a burden um, on, on a kind of um, uh, wagon. And so the first thing is Jesus sets us free from the yoke of religion and the heavy burdens of performance-orientated Christianity, performance-orientated religion. Jesus has fully performed and fulfilled everything for you. So we are saved by his faithfulness, not by our own. He's done it. And there's a heavy yoke to be lifted there. Then there is also uh, what's going on inside our hearts where we feel we never measure up, where we feel that we're such failures, 
where we feel that there's always something more that we have to do, that we, we, we are not in any way capable of living a joyful life, free from the burdens that bring us down. And, and, and Jesus says, give it, give it to me. Give it to me. I will carry your burden. I will carry you. I'll give you my burden. My burden is light. And so this work, the idea of, of a yoke, um, an easy yoke, an easy yoke. Let, let's suppose that we were yoked together. Well, we are, of course, we're husband and wife. But, but there would be a, a wood over here, my shoulder linked to Amanda. And so the yoke. Now, if the yoke was ill-fitting to the, the beast of burden, then it would chafe, it would be uncomfortable and actually painful and make, make the labour all the more difficult. But when the yoke fitted, it's like when you come to Christ in the kingdom of God, the lifestyle he calls you to, the, his vision for you, his destiny for you, his day-by-day leading for your life so exactly fits you because you have been made for the good works that he has prepared for you and the good works that he has prepared for you have been made for you. And it's just just coming together. And that is moving in a spirit of rest, soul, Rest, not religious striving, not worrying and carrying burdens, unnecessary burdens. So let that, some of that tension release be released. Now, those of us who are conscientious, I think you know I'm conscientious, and it's good, but there's a danger because at times we can choose to take too much on ourselves and, 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 and carry burdens which he doesn't want us to carry. And that's why we cast our burdens unto Jesus. There is a song, if we, if we, had, the, if we had the musicians here, yes, cast your sure. burdens unto Jesus and he cares for you. Then it goes higher, higher. Anyway, I can't do that. Because one of the blessings that God has not given me is the blessing to sing. Well, I have a blessing to sing, but when I sing, it's not always a blessing to others. <laughs> it's a joyful noise. Yeah, and, and I, that's what the Bible refers to. And I to cast do. that burden. Make a joyful noise. I'm free. I'm free. I just also wanted to add to that. I don't know if it's particularly relevant, but you know, sometimes when we take on so much, so many things, depending on where we're at, whether it's cell leaders or whatever leadership or whatever, we take on so many things. And often God hasn't asked us to do that particular ministry. And it occurs to me that if we take that on ourselves, we're actually denying someone else the opportunity to fulfill a ministry that God has for them. So it's... You know, you see how she's looking at me when she (laughs) says that. That's the no, no, conviction of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's yeah. being sensitive to what God's saying to us to yeah, do. Yeah. Yes, we have responsibilities, but yeah. we, ha- we mustn't over, overstretch. <laughs> we mustn't take on what isn't ours to take on and deny someone else the opportunity of that ministry. Wow. Wow. <laughs>